0: Guys, I'm excited to sit down again with Justin Colby. What's Justin, up, dude? I feel like
1: you and I have just become like buddies, you know, over the years. It's that, great. This is what happens when we do this in repetition. Yeah. And funny, right? We live in the same market for five years together. You moved in. <laughs> never see each other. <laughs> never see each other. Never do business. Arizona. And now you leave and now we're like best buddies. Yeah, we and like hang like, out all the time. It's great. It's funny?
0: Well, I really appreciate you, Justin. Yeah. And, and you're in Miami. I'm in Puerto Rico. So we're not even that far apart from each other.
1: Which and is another reason now we're going to see each other more. Because you're going to come to Puerto Rico. Your business model in Puerto Rico, my friend. It's fun. Oh yeah. my gosh. You're going to do great there because you like creative. And yeah. that's what
0: we're going to talk about today. So Justin's been on the channel quite a bit, guys. I'll put some links below if you haven't seen any of the videos that we've done. But you've been just a tremendous resource to my audience and mm. to my YouTube channel. Yeah. You're always doing really awesome things and exciting things. You bring great perspective to how to be a real estate investor. Uh, what I love about you is very similar to me. You're, you're constantly evolving. As a real estate guy, as a, yeah. as a real estate investor, yeah. you don't label yourself as like, I'm a wholesaler or I'm a buy and holder or I'm a flipper or whatever. Um, and I think that's really important and key to your success. It has been for me because it allows you to kind of just be open to the opportunities the market gives you. Totally. And when the market gives you something different, are you able to adapt, adjust, seize on those opportunities, or are you so locked into like your thing that you just miss it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, the term I came up with a dynamic real estate investor. Dynamic
0: real estate investor, love that.
1: Right, great. And and you and I have been in this business now for a long time, right? So me, fifteen, going on sixteen, and you're almost twenty. Almost twenty. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, so we realize you're like an old dog,
0: Justin, in the business. Well,
1: can you tell? (laughs) Holy moly! Uh, I used to have hair like yours, now I don't. Yeah. Um, You look good though. You got the right round head. Yeah. You know, like if you don't have hair, but you got like a funny shape, like, like an egg head or or something, you're yeah. in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so but you and I really are cut from the same cloth. You don't need to just be a wholesaler. In fact, I've started to get a little more adamant about like stop everyone from this wholesale talk. Yeah, It is a strategy. I love wholesaling. I will wholesale 10 to 20 a month every month nationally. Yeah. But that is one strategy. Mm-hmm. And if you can diversify how you look at the exit. Yeah. It makes you a better acquisition person right Mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about creative financing because if you know that you can keep something and have no money into the game yeah and you can go make an offer at a higher price point that the wholesaler jerry is going to lowball because he's a wholesaler only who's going to get the deal you're going to win in the long game and and most people just don't have the experience or knowledge to realize you don't need money or credit to buy rentals. Mm -hmm. What? And I know people get into this space because wholesaling, right? No credit, no cash, flip homes. I get it. And it's been a brilliant marketing tactic by all of us, by the way, Mm -hmm. myself included. But now I'm just like, guys, I'm literally buying rentals across the nation virtually with none of my own money.
0: So what you're doing, this is really exciting, guys. Justin's going to talk about this. He's He's actually using creative finance to mm-hmm. get into deals. Yep. You're structuring these deals in such a way that you can hold these assets long term and you're doing it with a hundred percent or let me say it this way. You're doing it with zero of your money into the deal because totally. I think there's a lot of misconceptions about creative financing. We think like little to no money down and we think, we think zero down creative financing and certainly you can get those deals and they're amazing when you do right. on the, on the front. So like when you get into the deal, no money out of pocket. But those are kind of far and few in between. It's a little rare to get into a deal without any entry fee at all.
1: Hundred percent. Usually there's
0: going to be some money to the seller, closing fees, something to do to the property, right? So there's or some some back payments owed, whatever. And so there's usually a little bit of money to, you know, a decent amount of money to actually put that creative deal together. Yep. And what you're doing that's so brilliant is you're now leveraging private money and outside money to then fill in the gap that yep. you created, that that additional cash at closing that's mm-hmm. needed. And you're structuring both with the seller and with your other funding sources to then package up this property to be a long-term rental. Yep, Not a short-term asset that you gotta exit even in a year or two, that's but right. a long-term asset yeah. that then cash flows.
1: And even more important, why today on this episode in the real estate market and lending and all this nonsense with banks. And so when you watch this a year from now, you'll know the timing of this video, right?
0: Some banks are failing,
1: right? Banks are failing and lending, you know, right now to go buy a rental, I'm going to get a seven, seven and a half percent interest rate, right? That's just what it is these days. Yeah. So for me, getting more creative and being able to do it where I don't have to go get that bank loan, Mm -hmm. that's what makes it make all the sense. We were just talking about a deal I'm funding this upcoming Monday. I'm gonna bring twenty-eight thousand dollars to the deal. It will catch up the the loan. Mm-hmm. I think twenty-two thousand dollars in arrears. Of, in yeah, arrears. the it reinstates yep. the loan. The seller, we're gonna give about three grand to mm-hmm. to say we wish you best. Right, they're in a tough position. We wish you best. Here's a little restart money. Mm-hmm. Closing costs and whatever else, and we're gonna be in for twenty-eight grand. Yep. Very typical
0: deal. Twenty thirty grand. Absolutely. Very typical.
1: Yep. And it's only because I realized. I couldn't get a number I needed on a wholesale. Yeah. And this is where the thinking needs to change, right? Like if I know I can do this, then I don't need to worry about what is my mayo formula. Right. I know my exit's gonna be different, right? Now, how do you go find the money? Am I using my money? We just talked about I'm not. Here was a big reframe that I had to learn. I don't want to say the hard way. I just it took me a long time to realize it. So I'm hoping you guys can all speed this (laughs) learning curve up, right? That's the point. Um, there's a restaurant tour named Dave Grutman in Miami, hmm. and him and Grant Cardone did a kind of mm-hmm. private thing together in Miami. Yeah, and I've that. spent some time with with Grant recently, and he echoes this. But Dave now is one of the larger like uh, hospitality and entertainment mm-hmm. guys, mm-hmm. very famous at this point. But he, his point was his flagship restaurant, Komodo in Miami, my favorite restaurant, was it like a ten million dollar build out? Mm. And he's like, I had enough money to do one restaurant, and I was done, and I was going to have Komodo. And he said, what got me to have all these plethora of restaurants, and now he has lived nightclub and like literally hundreds of millions of- Expanded
0: a big business. Was
1: this one principle. By the way, it's been around forever. It's called OPM, other Mm -hmm. people's money, Mm -hmm. right? And he just said, I would rather 10 or 20% of a billion dollars or $10 billion than 100% Mm -hmm. of 10 million. Yeah right? I was going to own Komodo. 100% own owner her.
0: of one building, one one restaurant.
1: Or- and I just said, what am I doing? That's <laughs> the model, yeah. right? In real estate, yeah. in all of real estate. Yeah. And so when people can make that mindset shift of like, other people's money is a very real thing. There are millions and millions of people sitting on the sideline with money that don't have the time, energy, mm-hmm. or desire to get into the game the way we do.
0: Yeah.
1: And they're like, how do I get into real estate? How do I build wealth? How do I do these things? I have an IRA. I have a 401k. I have a bunch of money in my cash account, right? Like, I. And you go out there and you say, hey, I have a real estate deal. Who would like to be a capital partner? Now, mm-hmm. the unique thing that I do, and I learned from Dave and Grant, is they bring in as ca- uh, partners, not debt.
0: Okay, big difference, guys. An equity play versus a debt play. So they're not just earning like an eight, nine, eight, nine, 10, 12% interest rate, and that's it. You're bringing them in as an equity now. So that's now right. they're gonna get a piece of the, the action probably in cash flow. Absolutely. And when it sells yep. at some point in time, they'll get a piece of that. So now they're because they're taking a back seat position, right? Yep. They're taking a junior position because right. you have a first lien holder already. Yep. So now that equity partner's coming in. So they got a little bit more exposure. Yeah. So giving them equity kind of bridges that gap and makes the investment really attractive. And
1: sexy to them. Very attractive. Wait a minute. I'm yeah. building wealth. I'm not just making, you know, $300 a month. Yeah. I'm building wealth. And like I said, you will be shocked for everyone out there. Don't look at me and Jerry and say, oh, you guys have done it so long. That's easy for you guys. I promise you some of my newest students that literally just enroll, I make them do one thing to start. And here's your secret sauce. Go on your Facebook specifically and type out I'm looking for capital partners on a couple of real estate investments I'm looking at. If you're interested, DM me. Every student Mm -hmm. that does it, I will get a message from them saying, oh my God, the guy in the cubicle next to me saw my post Mm -hmm. and he wants to talk about him investing his money with me. And I didn't even think he had any money at all, right? Every day he sits next to me. Yeah. You didn't even think about him. Yeah. It is a phenomenon well, when people do this. Think
0: about it this way: so I tell people, if someone's worked in corporate for, you know, ten years or longer, they probably have twenty-five to hundred thousand dollars in an in an IRA, a four hundred one k or IRA, right. That th- that's not doing anything for them, right? That if they only knew, and so you teach them how to self direct it, yeah. And now they can lend you on your deals. I mean, it's And literally, it's not a lot of money to do deals. Like you're saying 28 grand or whatever it was. Yeah. Gets you this great deal with no money. And they've had a
1: career for 15 years and all this money is sitting there and you're just like.
0: That they can't touch because it's in their IRA.
1: You it, educate them. Their IRA can be the capital partner. That's right. I mean, there's a lot of educating around this. So yeah. we'll do the best we can here. Yeah. But their IRA could be the capital partner. Mm-hmm. And so every dollar that they earn will go back to them tax-free. And that is compounding Mm -hmm. money, and they become wealthier, not just through the real estate, but through their retirement account. I mean, the majority of my private lenders in my business,
0: the backbone of my business has been private money, because that fills all the gaps. Of course. Because great deals will attract some capital. Yeah. Because you can always get capital for the majority of a deal if it's a good deal. Either hard money, conventional money. There's always capital for a good deal,, yep. not all the capital. That's right. So then the limitation everybody always has is that twenty percent the other money that you have to go get from somewhere.
1: the bridge, let's call it bridge. Money, and pri- right?
0: if you learn private money, and really for me, what it was is it was just it was just asking everybody all the time if they had money and wanted to invest in my real estate. Just That's right. like you said. If you get in the habit of just the people you your kids play baseball with, you go to church with, whatever, it's crazy. They're there. And they you have twenty-five to hundred thousand that they'll put into your deals. People just like think that. you
1: have to go like ask for loans. No. Yeah. Just talk about what you're doing. What's new, right? So when you're at your kids' baseball game and it's the other dad and he's like, mm-hmm. "Hey, bro, what's up?" And you're like, yeah. "Man, I'm getting heavier in real estate. I got these two two deals I'm looking at. They're phenomenal." The dad says, "Tell me more about that. Yeah. What are you doing?" Or yeah. what you know. And now that conversation happened. I literally raised almost a million dollars in cash from this exact example. The difference is is my buddy invited me over for a barbecue at his house. Mm -hmm. His, at the time, girlfriend, now fiance, they're getting married next month. He was a loan broker. Mm. The last 10 years, he's been making more money than God, right? So he has all this cash. So I'm not there thinking of raising money. I'm not there thinking, but because we're having some steak and we're having some wine and, hey, Justin, what do you do, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm a real estate investor. A million dollars comes out of his pocket. Just like that. And it's not because I asked for it, it's just because he asked what I do. He had money. He wants, like, those are the simple conversations that people don't talk about what they're trying to achieve or what they're trying to do. And that is like, I learned that from Grant. Like, I've been talking about my aggressiveness of where I want to go about being a billionaire through real estate. Mm -hmm. And it's because I love Grant. Yeah. But if Grant can do it, I can do it.
0: Yeah. Right. Like I'll I'll tell you another cool story. So, so Tyler, our video guy, man in the camera right now, my guy, he, he, he's been with me a long time. He heard me talking about this years ago after the video comes up and he says, Jerry, can I do that? I'm like, yeah. And I think he started with 30, was it 30 grand? Started with 30 grand, you know, young guy in his twenties doing video work. Right. And he, and he had $30,000, like his entire life savings. He puts it with me in a real estate deal that makes money. And now he's, 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 this is years ago now. Now it's at 150,000. He's got 150,000 out with me on deals right now. Right. Started at 30. Yeah. Now he's contributed some to that. Right. But the point is, is he's continually reinvesting it. And he'll tell you firsthand, like, dude, when I get that check on the first of the month from Mm -hmm. Jerry and I see that happen, it's like that mailbox money coming in.
1: Oh, game changer. How good. And I almost guarantee anytime you have another thing, you're like, Hey, you want to be a part? He's like, here you go. Yeah. Or you'll roll that. the money over, right? Mm-hmm. You exit a deal. You'll say, I don't need the money. Roll it over. Yeah. But how many of them are in people's lives around you. that you just don't know because you don't talk about it? You I don't had another, have
0: to You'll love this, Justin. I had another really cool thing happen. So I had this private lender that was an IRA yeah. lady and she came on with me. I don't remember how I found her, but she was like an executive at um, one of the big health insurance companies, mm. Blue Cross, I think it was, mm-hmm. or one of them. And... Um, and so she's doing this with me. And of course, she's having an amazing experience. Of course, duh. So what does she do? She starts talking to everyone that's, at work. That's right. And so then she says, hey, so um, my friend Betty, she's got $50,000 and I've been telling, and so would you do her as well? And it clicked. I'm like, why am I not compensating her for, for referrals? referrals? So when I opened that idea up to her, she's like, are you kidding? And so she's brought me now, I would say 10, 11 private money lenders. Now they're
1: unbelievable. Not, they're
0: all coworkers and yeah, people. Yeah, it might be 25 grand it's, or 50 it's also, grand. It's all around that. Yeah, 75 five, grand, unbelievable. 100 grand. But I can do a deal with 25 grand. I can get into a deal like yep. you just described. Yep. It can be a fix and flip yep. where the hard money covers most of it and then that covers the flip. Or it could be a creative deal like you're doing
1: and now you're you're in the game. Yeah. Well, let's talk about a fix and flip. You and I have flipped a lot of homes in our mm-hmm. careers. When I first got started, I was what I call broke, busted, and disgusted. Lost my home to foreclosure. (laughs) Repo man took my car. I was living on my friend's couch. I mean, I was out, right? Lost everything in 2007 like so many others. Yeah. So I was broken financially, but I was broken mentally, spiritually, whatever. My whole point to this is somehow by the grace of my own ability, I got into flipping first. In 2007, remember, wholesaling really wasn't a thing. You did it backwards. I did it backwards. I did it totally backwards. But it's this principle (laughs) that I'm talking about 15 years later it's because I had a friend that had a big inheritance. God bless his mom, and, and unfortunately, that's what happened. But you know, he was able to give me money to bridge flips because I didn't uh-huh. understand wholesaling at the time. I yeah. didn't. I mean, it wasn't even a thing. So what we would do is we'd put a chunk of money. Let's use fifty grand. Well, to buy the home, maybe I didn't need all fifty grand, but I needed debt servicing for the hard money company. Every make it, month, people make it don't monthly, think about this. Making a monthly payment, right? And so what we would do is we'd set up a holding account at the title company. And let's just say I only needed 25 grand to buy the home. I needed whatever, 10 grand to remodel or whatever. I'm just using an example. But then I knew I had costs associated with holding the home, monthly payments. And so I would just create the number. He would give me 100% of basically Mm -hmm. every dollar I needed Mm -hmm. for that flip, including debt service payments, including holding costs, including. That's that's why I am like, stop with the wholesale stuff. Like I wholesale, I love it. Jerry wholesales, he loves it. But we do all of it. We flip, we buy and hold. He's doing a freaking hotel. We'll get to that later, right? Like (laughs) it's, you can be all of it regardless of the money you have, right? Um, You need to be more creative, right? Uh, We have a mutual friend, Matt Terry, who talks about It's never a lack of, I don't know what he says, but it's a lack of ideas,
0: yeah. It's always. I mean, even just, you your, need the idea. So I started doing this principle with my flips as I started going up into luxury, because mm. now what was happening is my debt service payments were massive. Like Huge. I was paying ten grand a month right. to service a million dollar loan That's on right. hard money, totally. and it was stressful. Yeah. And uh, and so like I would do this luxury flip that I'd buy for you know six hundred. I would put three hundred into it. I'm carrying like almost a million dollars, dude. And and uh, and then I'm selling it for like one five or whatever. And so I would go through like 120. I would need 120 grand to carry the note, to carry that debt before totally. I flipped it. So then I said, Well, you know, I'm borrowing private money on the secondary that the hard money won't cover. Why don't I just over leverage that? So then I would do exactly That's what you're it. doing. I would borrow another 100 grand, set that aside in another account, and I would use that money to pay my payments. 100 I called it finance my financing. I financed yeah. my financing. 100%. Dude.
1: And, and, we I, and, I, and then financing. I do this, and
0: then I do this deal that makes me four or five hundred thousand dollars with literally no, none of my money, not even the payments was my money. And I'm, people are like, "I can't do a deal."
1: Like, what are you talking about? You can't do a deal. Yeah, you, you, you just, absolutely can. And I'm now. So the reason why we're even talking about this is I'm doing it virtually now. I used to only want to do it in Phoenix because you can I'm touch it, see it, I feel can it. Control yeah. it. Well, I You're can, old
0: school. You know, you're like a. Been around a long time. I have, I have, I have. I'm but old. now
1: you're, but see, that's it. You don't have to see things. But now you don't have to. I mean, COVID really should have taught everyone a lesson right. there. right? So that's one of the like, good things that came out of COVID. Uh, I was able to quite literally, my overhead, my my operational cost was reduced by almost 100% because I yeah. got rid of my office. I got rid of all the stuff I was paying for. I restructured everyone to incentivize them heavy versus mm-hmm. on a salary. It was brilliant. And then it allowed me to go to all these different markets Buy rentals, flip, and wholesale yeah. because I had to, right? Like, I mean, literally, literally, the country was shut down, yeah. So it was forced, and now I would never go back. Now, do <laughs> I like certain markets more? Of course, sure. but I'm still not in them. I have rentals. Every rental I have, including the one I'm buying Monday, mm-hmm. is in a state I've never been in, let alone the city,
0: or ever will. Yeah, I probably am
1: not going to Ohio <laughs> for any particular reason. Yeah, I saw have... your
0: top 10 places to visit. Yeah, <laughs> 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 the
1: vacation capital of the world, yeah. Dayton, Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, you're not going uh, to Dayton anytime yeah, soon, shocker. no. So yeah. I really hope there's a lot of takeaways here. I mean, you've done this, I've done this. The audience needs to know this because yeah. when we're talking about credit financing, it's not you need to be the most whimsical, creative, human to structure this crazy deal with the seller. Mm-hmm. You just need to kind of look at it on a 30,000 foot view and say, mm-hmm. do I need to bring in private money? Am I going to hold the deal? Is this a better flip? How am I going to exit it? I have one of the biggest mistakes I've made is I have wholesaled up into recently, up into the last year and a half to two years, every single creative deal I've ever done. Yeah. Because you can I wholesale was them for a premium. A hundred percent. And I tell
0: people, if you're not ready to hold assets, you can wholesale those creative deals for, for a, premium. a premium.
1: In my my life at the time, I was single. I had no responsibilities. Yeah. I liked the money. Yeah. I didn't care. Now looking back now, I'm like, that's a big mistake. Mm-hmm. Should have kept them. Um or at least some of them, maybe. Some, right. But, you know, but the reality, reality is like Justin, it all worked out for you in the end. It, I, by the I way. came out okay. Don't feel too bad about it. Yeah. So, <laughs> Your life choices. But you know, guys, it, it really is. Yeah, you can be all creative on the the structure of the deal with the yeah. seller, but it's really about all of it. Like get creative on how you fund the deal. Yeah, where's the money coming from?
0: I think the biggest takeaway, and I've been saying this quite a bit lately, is when you can really what what makes a good deal is a good exit, Mm. and the better you can understand your exit, the better you can structure a good deal. And just so it's all about just really understanding what is the exit on this, what's the best use that fits me because it's got to fit what you're doing. But what is the best exit now? I can structure a really good entry into a deal, yeah, because it
1: helps your acquisition. Yeah. Uh, a friend of ours, Eric Klein. Mm-hmm. I think I legitimately would say he is going to change our real estate business for the better. Yeah. He will help people to be better at negotiating. Yeah. Well, when you get that skill set, then you can go and acquire way better because you know how you're going to exit the deal. You know your the first example. Yeah. Jerry in this example, just a wholesaler. He needs a, a lower offer. I might say this is a good market. It's a good rental. If I can do this creatively, I can get 20 grand more to the seller. And now I get the deal, Jerry misses his wholesale. But it's all because I understand the exit. Yeah, that's you're the You're 100% there, correct.
0: Well, Justin, thanks for sharing these ideas. I mean, I love that uh, you're heavy into creative right now. I am now. It's really just the, the adjusting to a market condition mm-hmm. that's definitely more conducive to that right now. And, and guys, I hope you got some really good nuggets out of this. Leave a comment and let us know what your big takeaways were Yeah, and what you really got out of this video. If you have questions, put that there as well. But Justin, man, you're a flipping genius.
1: Well, I appreciate, appreciate that, you, brother.
0: And uh, I'll put your information below too as well. Justin yeah. does quite a bit on social. Um, you're doing g- great content on YouTube, guys. Follow him there as well. And you've got some great training that you're doing. So we'll put some links below that can help you guys as well in your journey. So thank you again, Let's Justin, for all you do. Appreciate you, dude. We'll see you on the next video.